And now, on Prophetic Faith. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here, Prophetic Faith. I am Pastor Robbie Barrett, pastor of Excellent Faith Ministries in Tazel, Virginia. Tonight we're going into part two of volume one of the Law of Faith. We've been learning about the Law of Attraction. What the world calls the Law of Attraction is really the Law of Faith. We learned last week on how the enemy has swooped in and he has twisted the truth and try to say that it's a, it's by your ability, if you think hard enough, if you will hard enough, these things will come forth in your life. Listen to me, it's got nothing to do with us, but it has everything to do with the power of God on the inside of us. That through that power, nothing is too hard and nothing is impossible. So let's get into this message right now, part two of the Law of Attraction, and you're gonna learn something. I'll see you at the end of the program. Now once a child is conceived, the substance is there. Even, watch this, even before it is ever able to be detected by any kind of machine or any kind of test, the child is there. You can't see it. There's no evidence in the natural, but it's there. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how faith is. Faith is the substance. There may be a time where you can't even see it. It's nowhere on the radar. But once you put that law into effect, it is going to begin to attract what you are desiring in God. Ecclesiastes 11.1. Let's go to King James first. It says, Cast your bread upon the waters, for you shall find it after many days. Next, ver or next uh, translation. It's the easy to read version. Kara said that's my favorite version. It says, do good wherever you go. For after a while, the good you do will do what? That's the law of attraction. Now again, are we doing this by our own strength or our own intellect? No. We're doing this by the faith of God, which is divinely imparted. We cannot take credit for it. It's not positive energy. It's not good vibes. All that stuff is going to get you nothing. The same devil that tries to feed you that stuff is the same devil, I'm telling you right now, that is laughing in the corner. Because good vibes and positive energy and all this other stuff, it's not going to pull you out of the grave. Come on now. It's not going to turn your situation around. But there's one thing that will. How many knows what that is? Faith. Faith will turn it around every single time. Okay, so we read this verse right here, and you say, well, what exactly does this mean? 
Let me ask you a question. Are you positioning yourself to attract what you want? Let me say it again. Are you positioning yourself to attract what you want? Because it's all about positioning. See, we buy into a lie that somehow, someway, the things that we want are just going to happen. Come on. I'm telling you, somehow it's just going to happen. Oh, I just got a good feeling that something good is just going to happen. But that's not how the things of God work. Amen? It's not how they work. Now, we must create a favorable condition. Not outside, but inside. See, watch this. If there is something specific that I want to attract into my life that I see in the Word of God, I have to begin to immediately create an environment that is favorable or inviting for that to come in. Would you agree with me on that? See, if I don't do that, how can it come to me? See, first I have to cast my bread on the water. See, first, I have to have an action brought forth for, to draw that in that I'm desiring. See, there are so many people that sit back and just say, well, you know what, something good is, abound, is, is bound to happen somehow, some way, one day. And they do that, and watch this, they go throughout their life, and nothing ever happens. We want to be a people that draw into our life what we desire in God. Now, I'm challenging you in here this morning. Quit going by what people tell you you can do. People will tell you that you are very limited. People will tell you that uh, the, the, the success that you have is based on everything around you. If, if the economy turns around or this turns around or that turns around, then maybe. But until then, you're not going to have this and you're not going to have that. Position yourself. How does the law of attraction work? So now that I've laid the foundation, you know I'm not talking about something worldly. How does this law of attraction work in God? It works by positioning yourself to that. Amen. The woman with the issue of blood, <coughs> before she received anything or before she... Uh, started to attract that in her life. She had to first position herself. For 12 years, she was positioned to attract the opposite of that. And she did, right? She received it. All right, but she began to attract herself or position herself to that which she desired. She began to talk about it. She began to meditate on it. She began to say within herself, right? And then she put forth action. She casted her bread on the water. And guess what? It came back to her. Jesus said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. You putting this law of attraction in motion caused this to come to pass in your life. So brother Robbie, are you trying to tell me that I can attract the things of God in my life and know assuredly that they are going to come? Yes. Just as you can be so confident in the law of gravity. When I jump up, 
I came back down. But we're talking about a, watch this, we're talking about a law that's greater than the law of gravity. That's greater than the law of motion. That's greater than any of these other laws. We're talking about a law that works every time. That will supersede and override different laws when needed to. Amen? Alright, so I know you've heard this scripture and we've talked about it before. In Proverbs where it says, whatsoever a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So we can say it like this, whatsoever a man believes in his heart, so he is or so he what? Attracts. Amen. That's what you're going to attract. But I'm going to ask you again. Are you... Pastor Robbie, I just, I just long for this and I desire this and I desire that and I wish God would do this in my life and I would so love for this to happen. Well, let me ask you a question. Are you inviting it to come? Say, what do you mean? Are you positioning yourself and creating a condition? Like I said, not out here. The only way you can change the stuff out here is by first changing in here. I'm talking about in here. Are you inviting these things to come? A real easy example that we use so many times, if I'm believing, if I want health to come to my life, am I inviting it? Come on now. Am I speaking about health? Am I meditating on the, the healing scriptures in the Word of God? Am I putting forth action in my body? Am I doing these things? Well, see, the law of attraction works like this. Let's go back to it. Let me read to you what, what it says. The ability to attract into your life whatever you are what? Focusing on. If I'm not focusing on it, meaning I'm not talking about it, I'm not building my faith on it, I'm not speaking, I'm not doing all these things, I'm not positioning myself, how can it come into my life? It can't. But whatever you are inviting will come. Amen? I can't receive peace. Peace cannot be attracted to me if I'm going around all the time creating chaos. Pretty simple, isn't it? Okay, so 1 Peter 3, verse 9. Look at this right here, 1 Peter 3. It says, never return evil for evil or insult for insult, scolding or tongue lashing or berating, but on the contrary, blessing, praying for their welfare, happiness, protection, and truly pitying and loving them. For know that to this you have been called, that you may yourselves, what? Inherit. Somebody say attract. Draw. What? A blessing from God, that you may obtain a blessing as heirs. Being or bringing welfare and happiness and protection. Alright, so you say, why did you read this? Because it is an easy example of the law of attraction or the law of faith in motion. Now, he says the law of faith works like this. 
when you, when you receive something in the natural or a condition takes place, you are not to react to it, but respond. Oh, some of y'all didn't get what I said. I said you are not to react to it, but respond to it. There's a big difference. He says when somebody is, this is just an example, but if somebody is talking bad about you or insulting you or doing this or doing that, he said you are not to react to it. What is the reaction? To retaliate. Right? To insult back, to bash them back, to go out and talk about them and spread lies about them or whatever. You are not to do that. He says, but because you know the law of attraction, but because you know the law of faith and how it works, you're going to do the, you're going to do the opposite. You are not going, watch this, you are not going to draw the things that you don't want in your life but because you have that mindset of the law of faith, you are going to draw into your life what you do want. And that is often, watch this, that's often doing the opposite of what you think you should do. Amen? Jesus said, do good to them that despitefully use you. Wait a minute, that's opposite. See, watch this. I wrote this down in my notes, and I'm going to say this to you. Sometimes faith is used in circumstances that you would not even think of. See, we think, when we hear faith, we think, oh, we're believing for a miracle, believing for this. Sometimes it's to believe God when somebody is doing something to you. Somebody's bashing you. Somebody is, uh, somebody is trying to hurt you or something like that. Sometimes that's when faith is used. And he says, instead, I want you to bless them, pray for their welfare. You say, are, are you crazy? Why on earth would I do that? Here's why. Because you understand the law of attraction. Come on. The law of attraction says that you are going to draw whatever you position yourself to. So if you're praying for blessing and you're praying for welfare... I just read it to you. He said, guess what's going to come back to you? You're going to bring forth what? Welfare, happiness, and protection to your own self. Oh, why is it? Watch this. Why is it that the law of faith and law of forgiveness work hand in hand? Why is it that they work hand in hand? Why is it that Jesus said, You have faith as God, you can speak to the mountain, call it to be removed, be cast into the sea, and not doubt in your heart, but believe that you have those things which you say should come to pass? Boom. Then the very next verse he says, If you have ought against any, if you have unforgiveness against any, go and make it right. Why are they tied together? Because you have to understand that the law of faith is a law of attraction. That you can't put out curse and, and ill will against people and receive blessing in return. Are you see what I'm saying? See, we say this so many times, but we really don't understand it. That the forgiving part is not for that person, it is for you. Are you hearing me? <clears throat> if somebody's done something wrong to you, and you choose to forgive them, number one, you have to choose to forgive them by faith. By faith. Notice what Jesus said. They asked Jesus, they said, how many times 
should I forgive my brother that sins against me? How often? Seventy times seven. And guess what they said? The very next statement afterwards, they said, Lord, increase our faith. Come on, how many know? Sometimes it takes faith to do it. It takes faith to, to uh, forgive somebody who's hurt you or, or to, you know, give somebody another chance. Sometimes it takes faith. So what he's saying right here is this. That, watch this. Do not position yourself to retaliate or to repay evil. Because guess what's going to happen? What's going to be attracted to you? Evil. Right? Insult. It's going to keep being attracted to you. We're learning some stuff today. So if, watch this, that, that, that's why, watch this, when you understand the law of faith, when somebody does you wrong, you can still bless them. Come on. When somebody talks bad about you, you can still talk about what a good man or a woman of God they are. That's why you can still uh, go about your business and love people because you understand the law of attraction. Come on, y'all know this, that God says, who I bless and what I bless cannot be cursed. Somebody say amen. So let people curse you all they want to. Let them talk about you. Let them do this and do that. It doesn't matter. You speak blessing. You speak life over them. You sp what did he say? He said, you pray for their welfare. Amen. And what's going to happen? You're going to attract. See, what are you doing? You're creating an atmosphere that's inviting blessing into your life. That's inviting the, the welfare, the protection of God into your life. Alright, so faith never reacts to circumstances, but it always, always responds. I'm going to say that again. Faith never reacts to circumstances. That's carnal, that's flesh. But faith always responds. Keep in mind now, the law of faith produces conditions that are what? Approved by God. Now how do I know that faith does not react, but it responds? Matthew 6, 31-33. He says, Therefore do not worry and be anxious, saying, What are we going to have to eat? What are we going to have to drink? What are we going to wear? Next verse. For the Gentiles, the heathen, the people of the world wish for and crave and diligently seek after all these things. Your heavenly Father knows well that you have need of them all. Next verse. It says, but seek, aim at, position yourself, strive after first of all His kingdom and His righteousness, His way of doing and being right. And then all of these other things taken together will be what? They'll be drawn to you. Oh, God. See, the church is so focused after things. Oh, I got to take care of this. I got to do this right here. I got to take care of that. Oh, I got to focus on this right here before I focus on God. And oh, I really do need God to move, but right now I got to take care of this. Faith doesn't react, it responds. Here's your examples. Number one, Jesus didn't react to the storm, he responded to it. 
Somebody say amen. He didn't get up and say, oh, Lord, what are we going to do? No, he got up. He, he didn't act like it wasn't there. But he didn't react to it. He responded. He said, peace be still. So that tells me that Jesus did not want to attract storms in his life. He wanted peace in his life. Is that right? Now, I know much, much of the church world, they praise going into battles and storms and all this other stuff. When you should be praying that, he said, when you pray, pray that you be led not into temptation. Amen? Alright, here's the, here's the other example. When he went in to pray for Jairus' daughter, and they, he said, I've come to pray for her. And they said, she's dead. And he said, she's not dead, she's asleep. Faith doesn't react, it responds. So that tells me one thing. The law of attraction was in place. And what was it attracting? Life. Jesus did not want death that day. Come on. He did not want that child to go to the grave. So what did He do? He had to position Himself and not react but respond. Praise God. Many of you that are watching right now, you have things that are coming into your life that you didn't want. Maybe, like I said in the message, people speaking bad about you or are spreading lies or rumors or whatever. What are you doing about it? Most likely, you're probably reacting to it. And you're having to take up for yourself and this and that. Don't do any of that. You bring forth in your life what you invite. So if things are coming into your life that you do not want, sickness, depression, uh, poverty, all these different things that the enemy sends, division, strife, all these things, you don't react to it, you respond to it. How do you do that? By the law of faith, which is the law of attraction. If you don't want strife in your life, don't, re don't react to it and create more strife. No, no, no. You respond with what? Peace. You respond with unity. By doing these things, you invite the things of God into your life. I'm reminded what the Word of God says, that He says that if you want peace, He said you are to sow peace. That's the law of attraction. That's the law of faith. And as we are learning here for, the, uh, for several weeks now, that when you put this law... See, many people think that faith is just some spontaneous thing that happens on the inside of us in our spirit that, that causes God to do mighty things. No. It is a law. God has put this law. He's established laws in heaven and in earth that when you put these laws in effect, they work every single time. The law of faith is no different. It's not just a spontaneous uh, burst of spiritual energy. No, no, no. It's not any of that. It is divine law that God has placed. He said, when a man believes in his heart and confesses with his mouth, things begin to change or, re or react to what you just did. Whether it's a mountain, whether it's a disease, whether it's a financial issue, whatever it may be, Jesus said, have the God kind of faith. That when you put the law of faith into motion, you can say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be cast into the sea, 
and not doubt in your heart and it will happen that's the power of this law see and when you start looking at faith that way that it's not just a roll of the dice it's not a chance well sometimes it happens sometimes it does no when you start realizing that this is a formula that no wonder it worked every single time for Jesus. No wonder it worked every single time for the apostles because they understood that this was a law. <clears throat> it was a law of the kingdom that when you put this in effect, it has to work every single time. And I'm telling you today that the law of faith can override the law of sickness and disease, the law of sin and death, as we're going to learn in this series. It has the power to do that. So I want you to be encouraged right now. And I want to pray for you. That no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through right now, that you will put this law into motion. Because I'm telling you, it is ready. This law of faith is ready to override everything, <clears throat> every attack that the enemy has sent your way. Father, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for this law of faith, this message, this good news of the gospel. Father, I pray right now for those that are being attacked by the enemy, <clears throat> are being thrown into circumstances that they may have not seen coming or anything like that. But Father, I'm lifting them up right now, Lord, that they will begin to use this law of faith. I know you've given them a measure of faith, and that's all it takes. You said if we have faith as a grain of mustard seed, we could say into this mountain, be uprooted. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, that I know, I know that people right now that are watching, they're going to begin to start speaking to these mountains, speaking to these issues. And, Father, these mountains and issues are going to respond to them because this law doesn't work sometimes. It works every single time. I bless you for it now in Jesus' name. <clears throat> and everybody said amen and amen. My God, don't you feel stirred up? That's what the good news of the gospel does. We thank God for the anointing that destroys every yoke of the enemy. Now, th I want to take this time to thank all of you who call, uh, write us letters, uh, many different ways you contact us, just letting us know how this program blesses you and it stirs your faith and it helps you grow. Thank you for those letters and, and responsive encouragement. We appreciate all that you do. And Faith Partners, we thank you so much for partnering with this ministry every single month or whenever you partner. We thank you for your, your giving and your prayers for this ministry. As we go, you go. That's the power of partnership. So pray about becoming a partner with this ministry. Until then, keep walking by faith. I'll see you right here. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at AccelerateFaith.org as well.
and the lame to walk. We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar.